Hey there, welcome to day 30 of our Get Up and Go Challenge. Sharon Hornell from here, zeroing in on magnifying the lessons that we've learned when we get up and go. Of course, day 30 is not the last day of the challenge. Don't worry, I will be back tomorrow. We will be back tomorrow with a summary of everything we've covered in the 30-day in the challenge. And then we will chat about what do we want to do for a Q&A. I think we need to have a live Q&A to go over your questions and, and get those answered to make sure that you have learned some of these lessons. Now, I yesterday thought, okay, what do I want to do? And I probably should have done this backwards. I probably should have done the summary today and the lessons learned tomorrow. But Saturday weekend, Halloween, everyone's going to be excited to go out trick-or-treating, if anyone's trick-or-treating, or to at least costume up. I will be actually costuming up. Probably won't wear this purple mask, but maybe I will. Uh, my daughter's making us all cat, cat headbands and cat costumes, her, myself, and her husband. So that'll be pretty fun because I don't know that she even knows how to sew. So anyway, let's talk today about what we've learned during the Get Up and Go Challenge. The SOAP framework, of course, the seven keys to and the seven important areas of our life. I brainstormed a list last night, added to it this morning, just a couple of things that I've learned by doing the Get Up and Go Challenge. First thing I want to do is share a tool with you, and it's a tool I learned in college, and it's a framework. I learned about frameworks, you know, way back up. I guess we've been learning frameworks our entire life, ways to structure and look at things so that we can make sense of them, you know, math and science and um, sentence structure, all of these things are frameworks. Well, one of the frameworks that I learned in college as part of my engineering and quality training was one called PDCA or Plan, Do, Check, Act. And I've used that throughout my entire life, primarily because in college, if you wanted to get an A on your test or if you wanted to get the answers right, you needed to make sure that every uh, long answer question followed and included Plan, Do, Check, Act. Those four components or you would not pass the question, you would not pass the test. And so it was ingrained into me, right? Beaten into us that you better learn, plan, do, check, act, and use it for everything. And it turns out it's a very powerful framework that you can use for a lot of things. Just like the who, what, where, when, why, and how of journalism helped us to look into and investigate and analyze things, plan, do, check, act reminds us of having frameworks for everything that we do. Um, it's more of a... A project planning or a you could use it to do your business plan or a investigative question and answer process and it's of course a process so it's plan do check act repeat plan do check act repeat a lot like SOAP repeat SOAP repeat SOAP repeat every time you're faced with a challenge or a change same thing with plan do check act and the steps are similar as well plan what is the first thing and the thing that we need to do that's the most important we need to plan what we're going to do, right? We should spend 70 to 80% of our time upfront planning before we actually do the do and do the next thing before we take action. We need to do the, the understand the situation, understand our story, understand what our options are and pick an option. We need to do all that before we ever do any of the actions that we need to look at. And then once we take that action, take that first step, which is a lot like our A in our action, we need to, to look at and notice what kind of results we're getting, right? Are we moving toward what we want or away from what we want? And that's when the act comes in. Act means adjust. We need to adjust because we're not gonna get it right the first time. How often have you ever tried something in life and got it 100% right, dead nuts on, the first time? 
I'd have to think really long and hard to think if there is anything I've ever done that I absolutely positively tried the first time and got right the first time. I don't think so. Life is about reiterating and, and iterations and doing things over and over and over again so that we master them and get good at them. So I just want to quickly shave the, shave, share the Plan, Do, Check, Act framework. And I realized as I was thinking about it, that is actually very similar to the SOAP framework. It's also very similar to problem-solving decision-making models. It's similar to probably just about any other model or framework that you've ever experienced. If you if you, you know, open your mind and look at it from a, a higher perspective and say, oh, yeah, that's kind of like plan, do, check, act. That's kind of like, um, you know, anything that any framework that we all come up with tends to be, you know, similar to that. It's kind of like personal development, knowledge and wisdom and training. It all comes from the same source, right? All right. So what are some of the lessons that I've learned? I got a list here. I'm going to grab my magnifying glass so I can see it so I don't forget because I want to share probably 10 things that I've learned. Uh, now remember, this is not the first time I've done the get up and go challenge, but it's not the same challenge that it was the other three times that I've been involved in it, right? It's different every time. To remind me that things change all the time. Our circumstances, the way we view things change all the time. For example, our, our seven keys to life, um, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships, and contribution, the numbers that I've rated that change all the time. These numbers are from April. They're not the same as my numbers in the beginning of this challenge. If I look at my homework book and I go back to the day that we did that, I don't remember which day it was, day five, and I look at my numbers, they are not the same. And unfortunately, they're not all going in the direction that I want to go. So I know I need to keep working on it. I need to keep doing things, taking action, doing the get up and go challenge to move me forward in my life to exactly where I want to go. Just like everybody else, we're, we're always a work in progress. And I guess that's my biggest, or the, one of the first lessons I realized is that we're never going to be done. So often we set a goal and we, we set this big goal and we think, oh, when I get there, I'm done. I'm going to be happy. My life will be set. Everything will be hunky-dory awesome and I'll never have to worry about anything again. And then all of a sudden we achieve that goal. We get that big job. We, we win the lottery, whatever it is. And lo and behold, we find out there we are. We're still the same person. We haven't really changed. We haven't really grown. We achieved this goal, but we're not done yet because we're always going to want something more. Human beings always need to grow and progress and be becoming a better, bigger version of ourselves. I don't know if, if we all realize that or not, but at some point we're like, yeah, I'm never going to be done. And, and then you become okay with that. You're like, I'm not going to be done, but that's awesome because that means I always have something to work on and look forward to and move toward. There is no destination. There's no, I've finally arrived. Because as soon as you think you have arrived, there's another place to go, another place to journey to. So remember that we're all a work in progress and we're gonna to continue to be so until the day that we die. We'll continue learning and growing, hopefully, until the day that we die. Um, nothing happens unless you let it happen to you. Nothing happens in our lives unless we're involved in it in some way, shape, or form. And guess what? We can let bad things happen to ourselves by default. Nobody wishes bad things will happen to them, but if we're doing things by default, if we're not paying attention, if we're just letting our life go off willy-nilly in different ways and not consciously considering different things, it will happen to us and it won't always happen to us in a good way. So bad things can happen to us by default by just not paying attention to the different areas and aspects of our life. I dropped dead in, in I had a sudden cardiac arrest because 
I was not paying any attention to my physical well-being. Did I choose to have a sudden cardiac arrest? Heck, I don't even remember what, that I even knew what a sudden cardiac arrest was, much less did I consciously choose to just check out. No, but I made the decisions and all the choices that led up to my physical well-being being so bad that I just checked out. Luckily, I, I came back, but it just goes to show you that we can let things happen to us by default. So bad things can still happen to us, even if we would never wish it or want it or want to create that in our life. Um, change can happen faster than you even can imagine possible. Uh, I think that we've been led to believe that everything has to be such a struggle and so hard and so much work and so much effort and we have to sacrifice for everything we want. And that is absolutely positively a lie. It's not true. Um, things happen when we're ready for them to happen in our life. Uh, simple solutions are often the best. I am a, a person that tends to overcomplicate everything and I am on a mission to, to keep things simple, make things simpler. And that's why I like the SOAP framework. It makes me, boom, keep it simple, keep it easy to understand something that I can communicate in a couple of minutes and boom, people get it and understand it. So keep things simple. Um, I'm actually working with my son on this. He's doing a huge project and I, I'm continually reminding him to go for the simplest effective solution. Not the perfect solution, but the simplest, most effective solution that you can to the problem that you're facing right now. Uh, there's no right or wrong answer. There's no magic pill. There's no magic button to push to have everything be the way you want it to. The only way it's going to happen is if you get involved and move toward it. Work. Work is not, a, well, work is a four-letter word, but it's not a four-letter word. Work just means energy and effort. And anything we want ought to be worth our energy and effort. And if it's not worth our energy and effort, why are we doing it? Uh... The subconscious soap, applying the subconscious soap framework and using that as an automatic filter in your life trumps reaction by default a million fold every time. Every time it's always going to be if you just decide things by default. Having a, a, a process that you consciously set up and make your go-to process will always be better than just watching what happens and letting things happen around you and thinking that you're the victim and you have no control over them. Um, only you can do it. People can help you uh, create your life. People can help you learn things and, and expose you to different experiences and frameworks and guidelines and systems and hacks and tricks and, and techniques and strategies, but they, you can learn them till you turn blue. If you don't apply or do anything with the wisdom and the knowledge that you acquire or the things that you learn or attend, nothing happens. Nothing happens until you apply your energy and effort to it and you decide that, oh, I can do this. I want to try this. And then you actually take action toward it. Um, oh, sometimes we think we're done with something and we've learned a lesson and that it's over for us. And then all of a sudden it rears its ugly head again. Every time I go through the get up and go challenge, I am looking at all seven areas and aspects of my life. And I think, oh, I'm done with my spiritual development or I'm done with personal growth or I'm done with my mindset. And boom, all of a sudden I'll look at it deeper and I'll realize, oh my God, that's a total scarcity mindset. I thought I was done with scarcity mindset. I thought I'd gotten rid of that. I thought I'd work that out and let all that scarcity stuff go. No, it's just 
continually improving, continually improving. And sometimes there's something buried so deep in our subconscious that we don't even realize about it. And boom, it pops up and it, it's there. And then, then we can deal with it and we can let it go. But don't think that it's going to necessarily be 100% done forever. Uh, people that tell you this, this is the cure and the 100% answer for you forever are, are kind of blowing smoke at you. And so you might want to take that advice with a grain of salt. Um, it's always better to get up and go and get moving. I, I was just having a conversation with a, a gentleman I went to high school with, ran into him on a walk the other day. It turns out he broke his neck last year and then he had to have surgery again this year on it. And we were talking about the importance of actually physically moving. I've, I've had chronic pains for the majority of my life and I learned that it hurts to move. It, it literally every single day hurts to get out of bed and move. But it hurts more to not get out of bed and move. It hurts more to not go for a walk than it does to go for a walk, things like that. So I've definitely learned and I've gotten reinforced, especially through COVID, uh, the importance of actually getting up and going and taking action and moving. Things as simple as getting outdoors and taking a walk has absolutely positively saved me during COVID-19. I need to get outside and see people, even if I can't have a, a you know, face-to-face -face conversation with them, I need to see that there's other human beings out, run, you know, going through their life, still living their life, moving forward, no matter what's going on in the world and the environment, no matter what's going on in my life, I wanna get out and spend some time in nature because it recharges my batteries, it gives me more energy. So moving, I, I can't underestimate the power of moving and taking action and going and doing something enough. Um, Oh, moving to, it's always better to get up and go and move toward what you want. I guess that's it. Those are my biggies. Um, I guess learn the lesson or repeat it too. I guess even, and sometimes even when we learn the lesson from a, a, our current experience or situation, we're still not done resolving that issue yet. So it might pop up again. So those are some of my big lessons learned during this particular round of the get up and go challenge. I'm going to do it again. I haven't a hundred percent decided, but I, I think in December, might be a great time to do the get up and go challenge again. Um, another 30 day challenge. I want to take November off. And I, by take November off, I mean, I'm going to start every day sharing a tool. Uh, some of the tools that I didn't get to from my list in this challenge, I want to continue to share tools with people because if I teach a tool and a technique, a framework and a strategy, you can go apply that and try that and use it in your life and see if it adds value to your life. If it does great, if it doesn't, there's going to be another one tomorrow. You know what? There's, I realized there are thousands of tools. I was going through my computer looking for some Tony Robbins recordings for my son that, that we had listened to together and, and his old computer died and he can't get access to them. And I, I haven't been able to find them. But I realized how much information, how much stuff, how many tools I've used over my long, long life that are incredibly powerful and you forget about them. You use them for a while and then you forget about them. And then it's really invigorating to find it and pull them out of my old memory banks and, and toolbox and use them again in, in new situations and the situations that I'm facing now, because we're always facing different situations and changes and challenges. So that's, those are the lessons I've learned as your action item today. I would love if you would just share one aha moment you had, or one lesson that you learned during this 30 day challenge, this 30 day get up and go challenge. And then tomorrow we're going to do a summary of 
the 30 days and then the tools that we discussed and used every day. I'll, I'll quickly touch on those. Um, and I don't think I'll talk about the action items we did every day. That's probably not important. But just the key high point from the day and then the tool that we use. High point from the day tool that we use. So it's kind of a, will be a reference um, in case you want to go back and search and find anything that we talked about. Uh, remember, the recordings will always be on the Get Up and Go Challenge page. They'll also be in the Get Up and Go Challenge group in Unit 6. You can always go back and listen to them. Or if you missed a day, you can pop in and listen to it at your leisure. Why? Because I hate it when people take down their challenges. I don't know about you, but I've done hundreds of challenges and, you know, taken notes and done all these things. But I'm not going to go back and read my notes. It's, it's not possible for me so sometimes i would love to have gone back and listened or revisited or, or done you know find ways but i don't do challenges as a marketing tool i do challenges to help people and most people are doing challenges as a marketing tool to get you into their world to get you into their high ticket program to get you into their organization great tool for that i think it's like using a a hammer on everything and i don't think you use a hammer on everything so for me, Get Up and Go Challenge is about giving back and giving value during a really crazy time in our life and in our, our world. Crazy time in my life, crazy time in just about everybody's life that I know. And it's my way of moving forward and making sure that I'm continuing to, to loop and grow and, and move forward during this interesting, interesting year of all of our lives. All right. Any questions, hit me up in the comments below. Share your biggest lesson learned. See you tomorrow for a summary. That's it. Have an awesome day, and I will be with you tomorrow. Bye. Get up and go.